What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to the Hemp Resent Resistance, seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly Reefer Radio Rebellion as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers, and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I am your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest. Speaking flower to power for 28 years and found at hempfest.org. I am also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for the show, email us at hempresent at gmail.com. Today's guest on Hempresent is the founder of the 420 Games and founding partner of San Francisco's New West Summit, Jim McAlpine. Jim is a lifelong entrepreneur and executive with over 30 years in sales, marketing, brand development, and event production. Creator of the world's first online lift ticket, Jim's first company, Snowbomb.com, was a technology and services asset for the ski industry. Jim McAlpine eventually moved on from the ski industry to focus on cannabis, not only as a businessman, but as an activist. Jim has focused his energy creating events such as the 420 Games, recently acquired by Civilized, a leading lifestyle brand and multi-platform media company in the cannabis industry. Jim is also the executive director of New West Summit, billed as the first tech-based cannabis event. Jim is an esteemed speaker at various national events, and he is with me today to tell you more about these projects. Jim, welcome to Cannabis Radio. Hey, Vivian. It's my pleasure and honor to be here today. I'm excited to be talking with you. Uh, The pleasure is mutual. 
I want to begin by just asking, what is your personal history with cannabis? Had you been exposed to weed early on, or have you been a late-stage convert? I fell in love with cannabis early on in my life. So I, um, I started using cannabis personally. I think I dabbled with it uh, at the start of high school, and um, it's really been a love affair ever since on a fairly daily basis, ever since I, I danced with uh, the devil's lettuce, as some people like to call it, the first time. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, well, like many, you evolved from a more conventional sales and marketing career uh, to your work in aspects of the cannabis industry today. Can you describe the moment that you decided to embark on a business path connected to cannabis? Was there a development that spurred you to make the transition or was it a gradual incremental process or is it just a no brainer? No, there was very much like a pinnacle moment. And I was, I don't want to say I was forced into it, but I was forced to look somewhat at new career options due to my past career being, um, in the ski industry. Um, and I put on ski and snowboard events and have a, have a ski inter and snowboard internet company. And we had a huge drought in California where my company's based, um, that financially hurt me and my family a lot. So it was just one of those things where nature wasn't giving us what we needed to, uh, have the ski industry flourish. So I decided to go, um, I'll make it a quick story, but I told my wife, Hey, I'm going to go up to Tahoe to our cabin and, I had just bought a nice fresh bag of, uh, I think it was lamb's breath, one of my favorite strains. And I said, I'm going to smoke on this and spend a day or two to think of what my next career is. And as I got to Tahoe and I think before I even lit my first bong hit, uh, vice came on and it was the green rush special. And it was like an aha moment. I was like, Oh my God, this is a sign from God that I have to, I have to go into cannabis. And it was, uh, I didn't look back ever since I actually stayed up that whole night writing the business plan for the 420 games that evening. Wow, that's fascinating. I have to tell you, Jim, I actually grew up in South Lake Tahoe. I, I went to South Lake Tahoe High School, and all of my three kids were born in, in Lake Tahoe. It's a, a beautiful place, um, and man, climate change is just really impacting everything. And of course, as we know, cannabis can play a big uh, role in, in some aspects of, of the fight against climate change. Um, but I want to ask you, what are the 420 Games? Uh, where do they take place? What happens there? Who participates? Uh, what can you tell us about the 420 games? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, segueing from skiing and snowboarding as an athletic endeavor, um, skiing and snowboarding and kind of the action sport community, meaning surf and skate as well, have always really been bread and butter with cannabis. You know, uh, that's been one of the more sport, you know, understood sports where athletes use cannabis. But I looked at the entire sporting world and athletic world and realized as myself, as an athlete and many friends, we enjoy using cannabis before we train, before we do athletic, you know, endeavors or contests. And we've always had to live in the, in the closet before I started this. So when I really started thinking about the 420 games, I was an event producer. I looked at the event space and I said, what can I do that's not a high times cup or a, you know, already been out there. And there was a lot of kind of stoner stuff. So I really wanted to do something that was not quote unquote, a, a stoner focused event, but that was a pause, putting a positive face on cannabis. And so it kind of just organically came to me, even at the age, I guess of 18, when I used to work out at my parents' garage, that cannabis and working out just went together so well. And then I slowly realized there were millions of other people out there that kind of knew the same thing, but we all lived in the closet. So I wanted to start the 420 games to change the perception of both the cannabis plant and the people that use it 
through a very different mechanism being athletics, which no one had really done at that point. And, um, and it worked because it got a lot of press and turned a lot of heads because no one had really heard about, you know, smoking weed and going on, on runs and that kind of stuff before. And, um, and it was really fun. I enjoyed it. And it was something close to my heart. So what happens at the 420 games? So what, what can activities take place? So again, there's, there's a mission behind what we do, which I'll kind of circle back to, but the athletic endeavors have always been, we start off with kind of a centering your mind and body with a, a yoga and stretching sen- uh, session each morning. We've had people like Ricky Williams teach that and other different yogis in different areas that are, you know, uh, that work with the ganja and ganja yoga. And then after that, we always embark on a 4.20 mile run. Um, not just being kitschy to have it be 420, but uh, a 5k run is 3.1 miles. And we wanted to run an extra mile to show, you know, Hey, we're not lazy. We're going to keep running past the finish line to show how cannabis motivates us. And then from there, we really grew the event into doing a myriad of things. We've done jujitsu rolling competitions. We've had a professional skateboard competition we have had three-on-three basketball tournaments. We've had CrossFit competitions. So think of it kind of like a Tough Mudder or a Spartan race, a day of athletic activities all centered kind of around cannabis. And at the end of the day, we have myself and some professional athletes that really speak about how cannabis can be a great recovery tool and something that all, all humanity, even if you're not an athlete, can be a replacement for opiates and other pharmaceutical drugs that cause a lot of problems. You know, it's funny you mentioned recovery because my previous uh, interview was with UFC fight legend Frank Shamrock, and we we talked uh, about yeah, a great a great guy and a great interview. Uh, we talked about how athletes are in increasing numbers considering cannabis to improve recovery time, manage pain, inflammation, sleep better before an event, of course, which can be you know a game changer right there. Um, and just achieve general results, but also that that cannabis seems to have neuroprotective or regenerative uh, uh, abilities, and maybe uh, it's it's something to consider for you know head injury and uh, uh, spinal injuries and things like that. Uh, do you got any any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, Frank's a really close friend of mine. I've been lucky enough to meet a lot of these athletes because of what I've done, and I literally talked to Frank this morning. Um, <laughs> and and yeah, I. I agree with what he said. I think, you know, especially when you go to the NFL and UFC, when you're really getting knocked in the head, anything you can do to eliminate concussions uh, or the damage from concussions and what CTE really ultimately uh, causes is something we all need to look into. So it's been a hard fight with the NFL on that one. But um, what I'd like to throw out, and I know Frank is the same way because we talk about this a lot. I think a lot of people do get the recovery aspect and, and that CT or, or neuroprotectant, quote unquote, is something I think that almost people can wrap their head around. I've really always wanted to make people understand that cannabis is a gateway to flow state. And so what that means is flow state is when your mind and your body become one. And it's not for everyone, but Frank, myself, and many, many other athletes love to use cannabis before we go to the gym, before we go on a bike ride. I smoke before I ski. I smoke before I go on um, you know, big, big open water swims. And so although it's not for everyone, I'd like to analogize to like the musical community and, uh, and other artists where it's always kind of been accepted. It opens your mind up a bit. So I really wanted to teach people that athletes is use as long as they use it in an educated way, can use cannabis before they do athletic endeavors and it makes it more fun and it makes your body more receptive to it. And for many people, 
like myself, I feel almost more coordinated after I use cannabis. We got about two minutes before the first break, but what was the initial reaction to the 420 games like? I, I know you sold the rights, but did you experience any initial negative pushback from conventional mainstream sports advocates or, or industry folks? Uh, and if you did, did that change? No, you know, I think uh, it, it immediately made a lot of people like I am Spartacus. When I stepped out and did that, like a lot of other people it resonated with and they stepped out. Now, too. They, now they can talk it, about something safely that they were afraid to bring up. An, an absolute air of camaraderie at the first event. It was like, everyone was like, Oh my God, there's a place for us now, you know? And, um, so I think that, um, it brought people together and the, the cannabis community saw immediately that it was a positive thing. I had to fight municipalities. I had to fight park and rec. I had to fight the police departments, get legal, hire attorneys just because the name 420 was in it. They didn't even want to listen to us or talk to us. So, I had to put up the fight of my life to actually have the first few events happen and show them, look, this is positive. And then finally they kind of came around and said, okay, what you're doing, something we can, we can get behind them. Um, you know, but we, it, it we, was very hard first. Go ahead. Uh, that's it. It was just very hard. I'm sure, you know, with Hempfest, like it, that the municipalities didn't come to us with open arms, but we, we slowly earned their respect. Oh, we got turned down for bank accounts and, and all kinds of things. Uh, you know, I, I, I experienced the exact same thing. Oh, the word hemp is in your name, so we can't, we can't allow you to open this account. And we're like, well, wait a minute. Hemp's legal. They buy hemp food down at, at Whole Foods, right? Um, we're, we're, we're a federal nonprofit, for Christ's sakes, you know. Uh, so we experienced the same, same type of stuff, and, and you do got to fight for what you believe in. My guest is Jim McAlpine from the 420 Games and New West Summit, which we'll get into after the break. So don't go anywhere. We're going to hear a word from our sponsors and advertisers. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company.
We don't limit how much you smoke, and we don't limit where you listen. Cannabis Radio is now on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. On Cannabis Radio with Jim McAlpine. Uh, Jim, I mentioned uh, in the previous uh, segment that you recently sold the 420 games. Do you want to touch on that briefly? Yeah, so it was acquired by a company, Civilized Media. They they acquired it, and I consulted for them for a little while. And, you know, they, they are similar in the mission that they want to put out there, that cannabis can be a positive thing across society. So they've integrated it into their multi-platform media uh uh, company and are really running it autonomously now. And, you know, I'll throw a teaser out to you that I'm looking at in 2020, my non-compete ends and I'm looking at starting a new cannabis athletic series. So that's the first time I've really shared that with anybody. Oh, nice, nice. We appreciate the scoop. Uh, you are now, you are now the executive director of new West summit promoted as the first tech based cannabis event. What does tech based cannabis event entail? Can you describe new West summit and its target participants and audience? Yeah, absolutely. So we just finished the fifth annual uh, a couple weeks ago in San Francisco. It happens annually in October each year. Um, and when it started five years ago, there was there was a ramping up of, of cannabis shows already at the time. And there was a lot of them and many of them were the same. Um, and so when I, again, looked at the cannabis landscape, I wanted to do something different now in, in more of the business capacity. And I really come from Silicon Valley. I've been an internet entrepreneur. Technology has really been what I've been brought up on and kind of been my career. So when I looked at cannabis, I saw no one doing anything that was focused on tech. And really, if you look at the industry from at, from hydrotech to seed technology to, to nutrients and soil technology, beyond the plant, the point of sale technology, distribution technologies, technology is Every, every piece of the industry will be moved forward by technology, and it's what will make the industry more efficient and profitable. So we wanted to create something that was, you know, has a laser focus on the tech side of the industry and maybe make it more graduate level curriculum for the kind of C-level executives, dispensary owners, cultivators, brand owners. That, that's really a discussion about how will technology evolve and help this industry with, uh, like I just said, you know, um, increasing ROIs, efficiencies in their grows and their distribution platforms and, and everything else that they do. Technology is the key to success in the future. And that's why we started it. So when you say technology, you mean things like point of sale and tracking systems and security systems and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, technology is such a broad term. I mean, if you look at something, I'll use an example like advanced nutrients, you know, and they're taking soil and technically it's, t- it's technology that they're using to increase the, the soil efficiencies through nutrients and other uh, things that they do with that soil. So it's a really wide berth. Um, technology isn't necessarily just computers. Technology, I mean, the original technology was the wheel, you know. So it's about how do we look at the industry from a perspective of how can we do better and how can we create a a more efficient playing field for the people that are going to scale and for the small farmers as well. Yeah, I know some farmers in Oregon that are using drone technology to fly over the crops and and they're able to analyze, uh, you know, the soil uh, uh, 
things that are in the soil and, and the pH and, and things like that. It's, it's really a, uh, an amazing, brave new world, huh? Yeah, that's a perfect example. We've had some drone guys at the shows before, and it's it's incredible how much technology is out there that's going to change the industry. I mean, from when I started into the industry six or so years ago, it's just it's been really, really interesting to see how things have changed since then, and it's only going to get more interesting over the next five or six years. So um, the new West Summit, does that take place in, in California exclusively? Yeah, so the first two years we did it in San Francisco, the last two years we did it in Oakland, and then this past event was back in San Francisco again, and we've kind of tried to maintain our flagship event here in the Silicon Valley, but we are looking to expand and, and do the event in some other cities in, in 2020 and beyond, but right now it's, it's a West Coast-oriented annual event. Um, I really liken it to, to explain, like, uh, analogously, it's, it's somewhat similar to TechCrunch Disrupt or the, the CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. I like to explain it in an elevator pitch style. It's looking at the future of, of cannabis through a lens of technology. Last December, you and I were on a panel in San Francisco um, at an event with event producers, and our, our particular panel was dealing with uh, cannabis and events. Um, and it's kind of a brave, brave, another brave new world. Do you have any thoughts on how uh, how cannabis, you know, having run a, a cannabis-themed event, uh, any thoughts on how uh, the future of cannabis uh, and events, public events, might intertwine uh, that might be at this point counterintuitive to some folks? Yeah, no, and this is a point with that question that allows me to kind of give you some kudos because I always like to realize, like, I came into this industry five or six years ago and there's been guys like yourself and my friend Steve D'Angelo and many others who've been paying dues and, and setting the foundation for guys like me to be able to do what I've done. So I've been, you know, vastly impressed with what you have done, Vivian, and and couldn't do what I do right now with without what you've built. Um, so thank you, um, first off. And, um, you know, as, as I build into the future what I'm doing, I want to see, and what we talked about at that event is, cannabis should be brought into all mainstream events. Like you should be able to go get an edible at, at the major league baseball game. You should be able to go to Coachella and, and buy a joint and you know, everything in between. So I'm looking heavily and trying with, with a licensed event producer license in California, how can we work with these existing bigger events to create cannabis villages, if you will, kind of like a beer garden that allows us to create compliance and, and, you know, industry knowledge to do it the right way to plug into a already big profitable event and allow the mainstream, the moms, the dads, the regular people that aren't going to a high times event to start sampling and experiencing cannabis um, wherever they may be. So I'd like to see cannabis eventually if you buy it at the Super Bowl or the World Series, you know. And of course, you know, we have a new multi-billion dollar industry being created. Uh, and we only have what I think 11 States in DC or something like that, uh, legal right now. So we're talking about sponsorship opportunities to really, could, could, could revive, uh, sometimes in, you know, here in Seattle, we have a struggling festival industry and this could be a way to kind of inject new revenue, fresh revenue streams into, uh, into events, uh, ad infinitum. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when when you look at, yes, you're totally right. And I think that it's 
there's this kind of we're getting close to it in the in the sporting world, I guess at least. The NFL is kind of the pinnacle, and I think when the NFL shifts its policy, everyone else will follow suit. I today had a phone call with the uh, the American Professional Volleyballs Association, Volleyball Association, and uh, we have a client that's uh, a CBD company, and we're sponsoring part of the tour this year. And this is the first year they've allowed that. So change is happening. It's just happening really, really slowly. Um, and I guess, unfortunately, that's the way change has to happen. So I'm trying to be patient, but I'd like to see it happen more quickly. Us activist types are not known for our patience when it comes to change. Right? <laughs> um, I want to ask you, say that somebody out there is interested in participating in the New West Summit who has a, a, a business who's thinking of technology, what would they do? Um, well, first off, newwestsummit.com is the website, so easy easy one to remember. And we've got um, a bunch of different information on the site about the event and forms to sign up from if you want to exhibit or sponsor as well. I, I love um, prompting people to sign up to be speakers at our event. So, you know, even yourself, Vivian, I'd love to have you down next year. And we've got a speaker forum and you can request panels or suggest panels and different speakers. So newwestsummit.com is where to check out. And um and we welcome and, and really thank people for helping us curate this content. It's a collaborative effort that the more people that contribute, the better. So, And I'll throw a shout out that we are really, really looking for more people of color and more women to diversify what we do. I've seen a lot of white guys, and I'm a, I'm a white older male as well. And I'd like to see more brown and uh, different color faces at our events. So everybody's welcome, and we really, really want to preach diversity as well at New West Summit. I really, I really resonate with that, you know, because racial and gender equity is so important uh, as we create this new fledgling industry. You know, we, we, the cannabis uh, consciousness needs to be brought over from uh, the black market world into the industry so that we uh, can have some of the kind of progressive and open-minded values and, and ideals uh, that some in the cannabis culture have embraced for decades um, and so I really, I really applaud you for that, man. Uh, and veterans too is are, are another uh, aspect. We have included. Yeah, I think you do this too. But we have uh, free tickets for veterans to all of our events. So if you're a vet, you don't have to pay when you come to our events, and you get a full access ticket. Um, and you know, resonating something that you just said, tying it back to New West, I'm really proud of the speakers that we have and the content. I think that we create is really, really. Um, high level. So we've had Richard Branson speaking at our event before, you know, and it's not the faces you see at other cannabis uh, events. This year, we had Alicia Silverstone and we had a, a guy that I admire very much. His name is Killer Mike, who's an activist. He's a rapper. He's an entertainer. Um, and Killer Mike taught me something that I think is very important that I'd love to share on your show today. You know, briefly, because we have to go to a break. Yeah, okay, cool. I mean, fact, basically, fact, as a white go, guy... Let, let's go to a break and, and get that when we come right back. Let's do it. My guest is Jim McAlpine. We'll be right back. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. 
Your business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling. With the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Legal to listen to all over the world. We're just not sure about France. Cannabisradio.com We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back with Jim McAlpine. Uh, Jim, before the break, uh, we were talking about racial equity, and you mentioned Killer Mike, um, and you had some thoughts on that. Yeah, um, Killer Mike's educated me as a white male in America in terms of how I can do better, and I want to purvey and, and propagate that message to others. So at our event, and, and if you watch or know who Killer Mike is, he pushes this. Um, and I, I've been guilty of it myself. I'm an advocate and I've talked about, I support equal rights. And if I look back, there's a lot of time where I sat in my armchair and I just said that, but I didn't do anything. And really, if you're just going to sit back and say that and not do anything, you're part of the systemic and endemic problem in America because you're sitting on your ass just saying something and not doing anything. So as a white male, I've tried to be really, really my best person in terms of giving a hand to those who didn't get the equal footing that I did. Um, and I think all white people need to hear that, that, that they need to fucking do something and step up and not just sit around at words that they support people. They need to actually step up and truly support them. And it's a message that i I've never really heard said like the way Mike says, and I think it's one that I just want to continue to, to shout out to the world if I possibly can. Yeah, Jim, you know, I, I think that there, there's an aspect of a white privilege that a lot of people don't really think about, and that is the privilege to not be targeted to go to prison uh, for cannabis, uh, unlike, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people of color who've been disproportionately impacted uh, by prohibition and also disproportionately not included in opportunities uh, especially in management and ownership in the cannabis industry. 
So true. So true, Vivian. And, and, you know, fair is fair is what Mike said. And I've been pulled over many times before, you know, from my younger me to now. And the police just took my weed and let me go. They probably went and smoked it and laughed. And if it, I was a black guy, I would have been put in jail and I could have been there for a long, long time. So it's really not an equal playing field. And um, I'm working with Steve D'Angelo in a group called The Last Prisoner Project. That's a pretty interesting one, too. You can just Google Last Prisoner Project. And it's it's working to do exactly what you talked about, massively disproportionate people of color who are in jail for nonviolent, having an eighth of weed in their car, and they're in jail for 10 years. So we're working to expunge the records of those people that are wrongfully in prison for you know holding a bag of cannabis in their car. I think that's a great place to leave it, Jim. Uh, Jim McAlpine from New West Summit. Uh, so great to talk to you again, my friend. Uh, and thank you so much for being on Cannabis Radio. Thanks, Vivian. Now I'm going to get to a weekly feature of Hampresent on CannabisRadio.com, and that is the quote of the week. And here it is, and I quote, I want to say that 89% of the NFL used cannabis, and that is Martellus Bennett, former NFL or National Football League tight end. That concludes this installment of Hampresent on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special Hampo sapien on a journey to justice as we silence the violence, increase the peace, and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity. Because when it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice. Find your voice. Speak up for justice. Because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tough, and easy. And don't forget to email me. And present theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. I'm out. Freedom Fighter! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.